This is the sermon, and I'm Coriel. On today's episode, I am going to be sharing with y'all three steps, three things that you can do so that you can go from just having this bright idea to actually implementing that bright idea. The leading thought behind today's conversation is that you really don't get credit simply for having this idea. First of all, because you're not truly the source of that idea. So you don't really get credit for it. But you also don't get credit for it because we all have amazing million dollar life changing ideas. But if we are not willing to bet on ourselves and attempt to bring those ideas to life through implementation, then it's not really worth much. God gave you the idea, hopefully, but your gift back to him is the implementation of that God-given idea. I believe that one of the ways that we can glorify God, which is probably your hope, it's definitely mine, is through the implementation of these God-given ideas. I know for sure that there have been times that inspiration or ideas would literally drop into, into my lap. It would flash across my mind. I would think, oh, yeah, that's good. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. Sit on it. Don't even put it in my notebook. Let the idea go in one ear, out the other. And then I look up months or a year or two later and someone else has created this amazing million dollar idea. And I'm just slapping myself. And I know it's not just me. I know that you have looked up and been like, wait a minute, I thought of that. I think that, you know, I don't know how the universe really works. I don't really know how God does his thing. But apparently these ideas are not just dropping into our spirit, right? There's other people out in the world that are meditating and praying and dreaming up these amazing ideas too. And so you are literally playing yourself if God is gifting you with these ideas and you aren't doing the work to implement them. So three things that you can do so that you can go from just having this great idea to actually bringing this idea to life. The first thing you got to do, though, before you start putting in work is you have to check the source. Social media is a gift and a curse. Okay, one of the reasons why or one of the ways that it can be a curse is that we can get lost in the sauce seeing so many examples and ideas of what we could be doing that we allow that to influence what we feel that we should be doing. So what that looks like is I open up Instagram and I start uh, scrolling my timeline and I come across homegirl who seemingly has it all together. So because I like what I see, because she has it all together, I go to her profile and on her profile, I start scrolling. I'm looking like, well, what does she do? How does she have all of this? Like, what is her life like? And then based on what I see her doing, based on this idea of happiness that I have subscribed to her, right? I've just decided that she's living her best life based on this one picture or these collection of pictures or video, this small peek into her life, I've decided that a part of the life that I see she's living is something that I think I'd like to. So how is she doing what she what she's doing? Well, once I start figuring out what it is that she's doing, 
I'll start getting inspiration for what I could be doing. So next time I'm having my little meeting with myself, next time I'm jotting down ideas in my notebook, next time I'm going to my team and I'm talking about what I want to do next, I'm being influenced by what I saw her doing. Now I'm trying to sprinkle in what I think she's doing. Now I'm putting that into my business plan. Now I'm putting that on my vision board, having no idea what it is that she's truly doing, how it is that she's doing what she's doing, how she's managing it, what it takes to maintain it, whether or not she's mentally well. Like I literally have just a small glimpse of her life and now I'm basing my goals off of what I think she got going on. As an entrepreneur, it's really easy to get lost in the sauce when you think another business is making a lot of money or doing what you what you uh, think that you want to do. So you see, oh, well, they're selling T-shirts. Maybe I need to add a couple T-shirts to my website. Oh, well, she launched a podcast. Maybe I need to start a podcast. Oh, well, I see everybody's talking about doing blogs now. Maybe I need to go ahead and start a blog. And it's one thing to do like market research and keep up with the trends, but it's something totally different to go from being inspired by to influenced by in such a way that you are driven to imitation. That inspiration can quickly turn into imitation if you do not check the source. So you wanna make sure Is this a God-given idea or is this a Graham-given idea? Did I get this idea from God or did it come from the Graham? You want to check the source first. Don't make the mistake of going after somebody else's goals. Because what's going to happen is you're going to work real hard for it. You're going to end up getting it and then you're going to be miserable because it wasn't meant for you. And I am definitely not talking about something that I don't know about, okay? Because I've gone after major life things. I bought a whole property when I was 20, what? I think I was 23 years old, okay? Bought a property because I was convinced that you graduated college, you got into your career, now it's time to purchase a property. Like I can't uh, dictate marriage. That was obviously the next milestone, but I can't make that happen. So the next thing that I can control is purchasing this property. One of the worst (laughs) ideas, one of the worst decisions that I could have made. Okay. Simply because I was persuaded by other people's opinions. So are these ideas that you're going after these goals that you've created for yourself, that you're putting your time and your effort and attention and energy into, are they God-given? Are they based on the gram? Are they based on the opinions of other people? And sometimes the opinions of other people might be people that are trusted sources, might be people whose opinions you are paying for. These might be coaches, these might be mentors, but that does not mean that they are God-given given ideas. So if the idea comes through someone, you want to check the source. Okay. Check in with God before you go after it. So once you've checked the source and you are sure God has given you the green light, however he communicates with you, whatever that means to you, once you've gotten that green light, now it's time to do what I'm going to call check the cabinets. Now your girl has lost a few pounds. Okay. I've lost a few more than a few pounds. All right. I'm down to below my pre 
pre-baby weight, like two babies ago. I'm down below that. And I attribute this to this you got food at home mentality. You got food at home diet that I'm on. Okay, I have been checking my cabinets, which is step two for today. Working with what you already got instead of spending extra time or in this case, spending extra money, ordering Uber Eats, paying for something that you do not need or spending time looking for something that you already have. You got to check your cabinets. You got food at home. You got the goods at home. Chances are God has already given you the tools to at least Start taking action. You might not have all of the tools to finish the project, but you got tools to at least start taking action. And so you would be surprised by the benefits, by by what you will uh, what you will reap once you just start sowing seeds based on what you already have. So in my case, I wasn't trying to lose any weight. That's a little bonus that I got on the back end. I saved some money. I lost some weight. I saved um, some time because the time that it would have taken me to order the Uber Eats, wait for it to come, argue with them when it was delayed, like all of that time, the mental stress, because now I'm mad that I got to argue with y'all, the the, uh, pissed offness once the food arrives because it's cold and I'm mad. The whole process, I could have just made it myself, used what I got at home, saved myself time, money, energy. Now I've gotten all of these extra benefits that I wasn't even going after. The same in your case. You are spending so much time spinning your wheels, thinking that the answer is outside of you and it's already at the house. Instead of you going out looking for something You have to check your cabinets and chances are you're going to realize that you already got what you need to at least get started. So my question for you is, what do you already have access to? What resources do you already have access to? What skills are you already equipped with to get started? What relationships can you lean on? to help you get in the door, to at least point you in the right direction. So many of us are literally sleeping on the very people that God has blessed us with. We have a literal Rolodex of amazing, gifted, valuable assets that God has already gifted us with that we are not even utilizing, leveraging, or leaning on. Most times people are willing and not even just willing, people are excited and eager to help us, but they don't even know what we need help with. Hell, they don't even know what we do. They have no clue what it is that we even do because we have not opened our mouths. So I'm being more intentional in 2024 with not just going out here trying to create new, amazing relationships, but nurturing the ones that I already have. And I'm not just saying go through your phone and start asking people for favors, but look at the people, the laundry list of people that God has already blessed you with. These might not necessarily be people who you have deep, meaningful friendships with, but they're people who who you've at least had a touch point with, people who you at least have a connection with, people who could be worth nurturing a relationship, at least a professional relationship with where you can have a reciprocal relationship where you're adding value to them and they're able to add value to you. And you are willing to take that initiative, open your mouth, talk about what you got going on, 
Talk about what 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 you are working on, what you're working toward, and you are going to be surprised by how many people are willing to assist and support you. So check the cabinets. What resources, skills, and relationships do you already have access to that can at least get you started on implementing that God-given idea. So first you're going to check the source, then you're going to check the cabinets, and last but not least, you are going to check yourself. One of the things that I wholeheartedly believe in is the be, do, have principle. Most of us subscribe to the do principle. We can just do whatever it takes to make it happen. In some circumstances, that works. But in the majority of cases, it's going to require you to be first before you do so that you can have. So what does that mean? That means that you have to become the person who does the thing so that you can have what you want to have. Most of us just think we can do what we need to do so we can have what we want to have, but that is not sustainable. If you only focus on doing You can have what you want to have, but you may not be able to keep it. You can attain it, but can you sustain it? Probably not. Not unless you actively become the person. That means a consistent change in behavior. You're adopting a new mindset. You are adopting some new systems. You're putting some new practices in place. You are implementing some new boundaries. You are becoming the woman who does the things consistently so that you can have what it is that you want to have. So yes, you have this God-given goal, but what type of woman is it going to take to actually support that goal? What type of woman is woman is actually worthy of living that life that you dream of living? So start by creating your to-be list. I know you got your to-do list. And if you don't, we're going to talk just in a second about how you can craft that to-do list. But you got to first focus on your to-be list. What type of attributes can you focus on getting stronger with or adopting? Do you need to be more assertive? Uh, maybe you have a personal goal that's going to require you to be more affectionate. Do you need to be more outgoing? Do you need to be more soft-spoken? Do you need to be more agreeable? Do you need to be more disciplined? What is on your to-be list? My challenge for you today is to write down at least three to five things that are on your to-be list. Identify what it is that's stopping you. Maybe that will help you uh, craft your to-be list. So what do you think is really stopping you if you get real with yourself? If you really take some time to check yourself, ask yourself, what is it that's stopping you? What's keeping you stuck? Because if you if there was nothing standing in your way, you would already be where you want to be and have what it is that you want to have and be doing what it is that you want to do. So is it your beliefs? That's stopping you? Is it that you're holding on to some baggage? Somebody didn't hurt your feelings. Now they got 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 your guard up, got your walls up. You're holding on to baggage. You're bitter. You're mad. You're sad. You're frustrated because of what happened to you in the past. And now you're letting that hold you hostage, keeping that from what God has for you in your future. Is it your beliefs? Is it your baggage? Is it some bad influences? Some people who are in your circle 
that are keeping you limited. They're they're keeping you in bondage to those limiting beliefs based on their beliefs, based on their negative, pessimistic perceptions and opinions. Something is stopping you. I mean, truth be told, it's only you that's stopping you. But what is it that you are allowing to influence you that has that stronghold over you? That's stopping you. Is it your beliefs that's telling you it's not the right time? You're not the right person. You're not smart enough. You're not ready enough. You you, you don't have enough followers to do it. Who's going to listen to it? Why would anybody support it? Well, your mama said it wasn't a good idea. Well, your daddy said it might not work. What is it that is stopping you? Until you get to the root, it's going to be really, really hard for you to change the fruit. The fruit is I get these great ideas and I don't act on them. That's the fruit. In order for you to change the fruit, that outcome that you do not want, you have to focus on the root. The root is what's stopping you. It's those beliefs, that baggage, those bad influences that are keeping you stuck. So until you check the source, check those cabinets and check yourself, you're going to continue to find yourself frustrated and feeling unfulfilled, wondering why God has forgotten about you. God God ain't forgot about you. You forgot about that idea. You didn't write it down. You didn't take it serious. And so it's time for you to get quiet to go within, to start praying to God for clarity on what it is that he has already called you to do. And once you've gotten clarity on that, then you can start working on that to-do list. So a couple of episodes ago, I talked about the 12-week year. I'm going to link the book down below so that you can either get it on Audible and listen to it, or if you prefer the hard copy so that you can write in it and highlight in it, You can order it, but it's a system that helps you in actually bringing your goals to life so that you can accomplish a goal and move on to the next after 12 weeks so that by the end of the year, the calendar year, 12 months, you have truly transformed your life. And so in a nutshell, the way that you can do it, if you don't feel like reading the book, Okay, I have a planner, um, like a digital downloadable planner that I'll link as well. That could be a resource if you are a planner girly and you like, you know, to organize your thoughts that way you can do that. If you just have a notebook and you want to organize your thoughts in that way, then I'm going to share with you a simple um, exercise that you can work through to implement these God given ideas. First is to write out what is that idea? What is that I goal? You want to identify that specific goal that you want to achieve. From that goal, you're going to write out three action steps. If you can just go from here to there, 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 and then you're at your goal, it's just going to take three moves. You're on the chessboard. It's just going to take you three moves to get to that goal. What are those three moves? Even if they are big, huge, I have no idea how I'm going to make them happen moves. What are those three moves that it's going to take? Those three action steps to get to that goal. Now, based on those three action steps, now you can look at a a monthly calendar. So you're going to take three months 
And based on those three action steps, you're going to identify monthly milestones. What is going to be your milestone for each month? Based on those monthly milestones, you can create a weekly check-in. How am I going to know whether or not I'm getting closer to this monthly milestone where I'm going to need to, I'm going to make sure I'm checking in each week because if I'm not making the weekly check-in, chances are I'm not going to get to that monthly milestone. And then based on that monthly milestone and what you want done at, at the end of each week, now that's going to dictate your daily actions. So based on this, you can literally map out day by day what you need to do to get to your goal. And that is how you can actually implement that idea. An eye for an eye. God gave you that that idea and now you are going to implement it. It's up to you to start taking action on those God-given ideas. I love you. Can't wait to see the work you put in once you get in alignment with your God-given assignment. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. If part of your goals for 2024 is to start a popular and profitable podcast, you are going to want to join me on February 6th for an office hours experience. For 90 minutes, I'm going to be answering all of your questions in an ask me anything style, pick my brain conversation. The best part, you can pay what you want to join me. Whether your question is what kind of microphone you need to start your podcast, do you need video to go along with your audio, what's the best podcast platform to get paid for your podcast episodes, how do you actually get people to listen to your podcast episodes, how do you increase your downloads so that you can start making podcast charts, how do you get great guests? How do you host a great interview? Regardless of the question that you have about podcasting, I am answering it all. You can join me for office hours Tuesday, February 6th by tapping the link below. I'll see you there.